Welcome to SCC and Tennessee Talks. My bad, Tennessee is no longer part of that. This is your co-host, Jackson. And I'm Hanley. Today we have an exciting team to talk Old Miss, who had just made it to Omaha the other day. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, but other than today. Man, I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I could be better. I'm sick with something. I know it's not COVID, but I had to work from home today. So, well, I hate could be better. Hope you get to feeling better. Well, I appreciate you. I think I, when I get back, I need to get some B dubs at work. That's what I think. There's no doubt about that. But um, oh, no, there's no doubt about that at all. I'm thinking we'll try tomorrow. Keep it a little even. bit shorter tonight, just so that you don't have to suffer through. But um, I appreciate that. Uh, quick recap: We wanted to go over before we get into the Ole Miss stuff. Um, big weekend of baseball and the super regionals just happened. Four yeah. of the five teams moved on to Omaha. Unfortunately, Tennessee did not. Um, well, may I, I say know. something about that? Yes, sir. You can, you know, there, there's a lot of good teams out there skill wise. I do think Tennessee was definitely at least top three. Oh, they're at number least right one. now. There's no, there's no doubt. They the only, what got us is our mannerism and our sportsmanship was about as poor as you could get, and you cannot set, you cannot be a true leader with poor sportsmanship like that. It's very, it was very frustrating to see, even the coach, how they were talking to umpires, you know, cussing yeah. them out, calling names. You don't act like that, especially if you're number one, because you're already up for so much scrutiny. I mean, you help, you don't have much leeway there. You have to set a good example. I'm sorry, and I'm sad to see that we didn't make it on. But at the same time, it was kind of deserved in uh, a morale perspective, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I won't talk too much trash. Um, you know, it's deserved. To be honest, I think uh, it's deserved. It is super unfortunate because the team was unreal, like. The, yes. the talent was unreal. And I do feel bad for Tennessee fans to a degree because I, you know, that's probably like, it's probably one of your best chances to win a championship. And I know uh, that's the best. You know, I think that's the best chance Tennessee's going to have at least I know, in the next 30 I know years. Similar, I had a similar feeling with Auburn this past year in basketball where I felt like we probably had one of our best chances to make a pretty deep run. And had an earlier exit, so I feel for you a little bit, but I don't feel that bad. <laughs> well, with how our players were acting, I don't blame you at all. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying every single player was acting terribly, but there was not the best sportsmanship amongst a few players, even including the coach. It's just, you know, what comes around goes. I think that's yeah. the lesson learned from our escapade and the CWS, but you know, happens right so the unfortunate loss um to notre dame from tennessee arkansas moved on Ole miss auburn moved on and uh who's the last one i'm forgetting uh a&m so congratulations to those four teams and moving on half of the teams in the world series are sec teams so that is awesome for the conference yep but uh yeah so do you want to lead us into some Ole Miss football? Sure. Um, my favorite coach, Lane Kiffin. 
Um, wonderful human. Um, humble guy. Anyway, yes. So um, today we're going to be talking about Ole Miss. Right now in recruiting, they're 15th overall, the recruiting classes, and they're um, second in transfer classes. So, I mean, transfer-wise, that's yeah, – they, they brought in a lot of transfers. Yes, that's good. It's just that's not the kind of coachmanship I like to see. I don't like to bank on transfers. It just kind of shows a weaker skill in recruiting, even though their recruiting class is not bad. 15th overall is not bad. I'm not No, bad. it's not. It's just um, – it just – I think it's – it just shows simply a little bit of weaker ability to recruit. In this case, not by much. I mean, Lane Kiffin's well-known. Right. Um, nah, it's just kind of uh, two cents on that. Uh, Jackson Dart – uh, transferred from USC and Brett Favre Jr. from Baylor. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, Jackson, I got to stop you. What? I wrote that in there as a joke earlier. Well, you caught me because I'm reading off <laughs> right now. That's funny. Brett Favre Jr. is not a person. I'm about to say, I've never heard of Brett Favre Jr. I'm like, well, okay, this is the first time I've ever heard of this dude. I mean, I'll take it, but like, I, I, I've never heard, I've never heard of the guy before. So I was just going to kind of you at. That's fine, but yeah, that that's not a real person. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, let's go over the schedule real quick. And I'll I'll read it off for you if you'd like, and then we can go down the list and say what we think their record is going to be, okay? All right, Barb, let's go. Game number one, they have Troy at home. Okay. I've got that one as a win. Yeah, that I'm sorry, Caden, but there's no way Troy is beating Ole Miss. No. Bring out the popcorn. Um. Game two is Central Arkansas at home. I've got that one also as an easy win. I assume you do too. Uh, yes, my bad. Yes, I do have. Okay, and then I, uh, Georgia Tech on the road. Georgia Tech is terrible, so I'm just going to assume that they'll still win that one. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Tulsa at home for the fourth game. I've got a win in that one too. Yeah. So that's that's four and zero for both of us so far. Kentucky at home. I've got them winning that one. Yeah. Then their next game is Vandy on Ooh. the road. I've also got a win. That's a tough one right there. Ah. <laughs> no, I definitely Ole Miss. I've got Auburn at home. I've got Ole Miss in that one. Yeah. I've got LSU on the road. I'll be honest. I've got LSU in that. I mean, I've got uh, Ole Miss in that one. LSU down in Death Valley. Um, I don't know. I mean, the only reason I'm going to go ahead and say Ole Miss is just because I don't know what Brian Kelly's in. I'll, I mean, I don't think he's great for the culture there. I just – I don't see it happening with LSU. Even. Yeah. Um, 
The next game is A&M on the road. I've got A&M on that one. I'd like to see A&M win. It is a college station. It is, yeah. I mean, I know it was kind of like a Cinderella story thing. Yeah. That's fine, though, because really they didn't have a great uh, – they had an okay season. As well. Right. Uh, okay, so next game they have Bama at home. I got Bama. Yeah, I, I would love to see Bama just trample all over Ole Miss. They probably will. Their next game is Arkansas at home. I am actually going to pick Arkansas. What about you? Is KJ Jefferson still the quarterback there? Okay. Um, ah. I'm not... Yeah, I'll go with Arkansas as well. Okay. And then their last game is Mississippi State at home. I've also got Ole Miss in that one. Mississippi State, just because we've had a very, you know. So, I've got them at 9-3 and three of the year. What did you have them at? Um, I have them at 8-4. and four Okay. The Mississippi State loss. If they go – if they go nine and three, I think that would be a pretty good year. Eight and four, I would say, is just okay for them. Um, but yeah, nine what, and three. Would be a good what ten year. and two last season? Yeah, they were ten and two. Okay. So, uh, as far as expectations go, I think nine and three is a pretty realistic expectation. The West is a lot deeper this year. Uh, there really aren't any teams that I'm expecting, like expecting to be horrible. Obviously, I feel like Auburn could be I mean, bad. Me neither. I, I think but LSU I'm, could be bad. That's um, where I'm going at too. I think there's a LSU has the biggest chance, along with Florida. I think I think Mississippi State probably is the best chance to be bad. To be bad. Yeah. But they also could be good. I, I don't think their defense is good enough, but, you know. Yeah, it's just I, kind of winding back to the overall schedule. Ole Miss's schedule, at least up until maybe LSU, is not at all – I mean, no offense to Auburn. I'm just very uncertain with what their season is going to look like next year. Assuming yeah, – they're, it's not a bad schedule. What's that? Get, I said it's not a bad schedule to start. I hope it's tough—a tough game with Auburn. I do. I'm just uncertain, especially after last season with them. Yeah, I will say, as bad as Auburn was last year, we did beat Ole Miss. That was for Auburn and for mm-hmm. Harson. Great for Harson. Brand new coach beating Lane Kiffin. I mean, that's a pretty good win especially being a guy like Lane Kippen as mm-hmm. your first year. That's, yeah. that's something to take home. I agree. But, um, yeah, I don't have any crazy expectations. I expect them not to be bad, but I also don't expect them to be anything crazy. So, 
hopefully Lane Kiffin can uh, control himself a little bit and, you know, represent the SEC and Ole Miss well. Oh, I hope he goes off the walls and just, you know, gets suspended. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so do you want to – do you have anything else on football before we transition over to basketball real quick? Um, yes, I just want to add in there, um, kind of going back to the Bama and m thing. This is just a quick thing to add in there. Um, yeah. if y'all haven't heard, um, staff call Nick Saban to be suspended by the SEC, uh, from the SEC, um, they are being called the Karens of the SEC right now, in fact, because um, they wanted to speak to his supervisor. I saw that meme somewhere. I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, there's no way that happens. They're not going to suspect. Oh, no. That, it, I mean, that's so dumb. For the, I mean, I think say Saban what you will was... about what happened between Saban and Jimbo, but I didn't feel like either of them were that far out of line. No. Simply hard Facts about NIL. Yeah. I just kind of stepped in more so. Um, yeah. Tell. Um, it's just, uh, you know, I really just based his attitudes in the toilet right now. Um, I kind of hope it comes back to them reflecting their football season. Um, not on the players. I don't want it to be bad on the players. I want it to be bad on the fans. I think Jimbo needs a little bit of humbling, especially. He thinks he can talk trash more than he's actually been, you know, someone being allowed to, if that makes sense. Right. But I that's agree, my two but, cents. Uh, oh, I got you. That's Jackson's two cent grievance of the week right there. <laughs> you, you bet your sweet bippy it is. <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, well, why don't we transition over to basketball real quick? Yeah. Uh, as Ole Miss didn't have a great year this past year, they had a lot of injuries. Even with the injuries, I think they were at best a middle-tier team, unfortunately. But uh, we'll go through it real quick. They had the 26th overall recruiting class, which isn't that bad for them. No. Uh, their notable returners – from this past year are Deshaun Ruffin, their starting point guard, Jamie and Brakefield, he's a forward, Matthew Morrell, who's a guard, Ty Fagan, uh, and a couple other guys. But they are returning a decent bit, which is great for them. Uh, they have four newcomers from the high school level, uh, two three-star guards, a four-star center, and a four-star guard. So That's not terrible. It's really not for them. And if you – I'm telling you, if a if a team brings in two four-stars and a three-star every year and they develop – they have to develop, but – and they develop, that team will be a decent basketball team every single year. Yes. So, so essentially, as far as the high school recruiting goes, they have it checked off so far. Yeah, they're not, um, not, they're as not, long they're as- not competing – right now with the top five in the SEC by any means, but they are doing what needs to be done to have a respectable program. And that's good to see, especially after a season like they had. 
they're on the right steps. Of course, they like you said, they need to be developed. That's the next step. Right. It is if they can be developed. Um, hopefully, they can. You know, I don't want to see a team like Ole Miss in basketball do poorly. There's a lot of potential there. Right. Um, yeah, I'm hopeful for them. Yeah, and I, I, I don't dislike Kermit Davis. I really don't have a big opinion on, him, to be honest with you. Me neither. Yeah. But I. I do hope that he can get it going a little bit because I think he is a decent coach, but he really has not made any noise. And unfortunately with how competitive the SEC is getting in basketball, if you go four seasons and you don't make the NCAA tournament, you're probably going to get fired. That is, yeah, that's the reality nowadays, especially with, there's just overall a huge push for the SEC to be best in quite literally everything. So, yeah, and that's what every that's what every school expects. That's what every fan base expects. I mean, for instance, I mean the whole entire Coach Cal issue. You saw how Kentucky fans reacted. It is every SEC head coach is on this significant scrutiny on everything. Right. You know, it's not for losers. Quite literally, no pun intended. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh yes. But uh, so aside from the high school guys they brought in, they've also brought in three transfers, none of which are huge name, but a, a forward from Buffalo, Louisiana center Theo Akwuba, and a forward from Jackson State, Javius McKinnis. And the guy from Buffalo's name is Josh Mbala. Mbala, yeah. Yep. So that's not bad. They bring in three guys. Basically, there you're hoping for bench pieces, maybe one of those guys will uh, uh, develop enough to, to be a good starter in SEC play, but that's not bad transfer right there, bringing in those three guys. Um, and then we're moving on towards the guys who left the program. Guys who have graduated, Nysir Brooks, who was their center, and Sammy Hunter, who I've never heard of. So he's kind of irrelevant. Yeah, and then guys that transferred are Jarkel Joiner, who was a big loss. Yeah, and he's going to NC State. That's a huge step up for him. It is a big loss for them. Great pickup for NC State. Austin Crowley to Southern Miss and Luis Rodriguez to UNLV, which neither of those were huge, but Jarkel Joiner was a great piece for them. When Deshaun Ruffin was hurt, he was kind of the guy that was yeah. supposed. To carry them, um, and he did a, a really good job at times. But a really unfortunate season for them, even though, like I said, I felt like their ceiling was still probably like sixth best SEC team because the SEC was so good. Yeah. But um, as far as expectations for this season, I am kind of sitting around that six to eight mark in the SEC. They're just – Unfortunately, they're, I just don't see it, them cracking that top five. Those top five teams are probably not going to get touched. Um, who are which? Which are um, Tennessee, Auburn, Kentucky, Bama, and Arkansas? You know, I just with their high school newcomers and my hopefulness on how they do become developed over time. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it to – like number five, 
I could potentially see that, assuming the coaching and training goes well. Yeah, they course, could. It's just it's I'm more I'm more I'm leaning more towards the six to eight range. This is just what I would like to see out of this program. I mean, the problem is with Jarkel Joiner leaving to go to NC State. Well, first thing you got a player like that. I'm sorry when you're you're a player like that on a team like Ole Miss last year. It's a loss. I mean, you're going to lose a guy. That's just the way it goes for the most part. Yeah. The thing is, obviously, he did not see any onward, upward growth if he were going at the same time. That's a fantastic school for basketball. How the heck could he pass that up? So there's a few different factors going to play here. There's several different directions you could take it in. But I'll go ahead and be the outlier and say I wouldn't be surprised if Ole Miss made it to fifth spot in the SEC. Yeah, I'll be honest. I would be pretty su- surprised. Um, but you can never have too high of expectations or dream too high. So, um, <laughs> hopefully for them they can do that. I just don't see it happening. But yeah, um, I do hope they have a, a respectable season and can compete in the SEC and um, give themselves an opportunity to make March Madness this year because I know that would be huge for the program. But, yeah, um, that is all that I have on the Ole Miss basketball and football programs. Do you have anything else? Not much else to add right now. I'm interested to see how their football program rolls out come this fall. Especially more so how Lane Kiffin acts. Um, I'm interested to see how that goes. As much as I despise the guy, he is great for fandom on every single end for every single SEC fan. It his rivalry is competitiveness. You know, right. he's still a snake, but <laughs> I mean, um, it's interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, it sure will. And um, I hope he's able to do something with Brett Favre Jr. too. I do too. As do I. Um, we'll see. We'll see what JR can do. Okay. Well, everybody, we certainly do appreciate you listening to this episode of SEC Talks in our Ole Miss episode. Jackson, unless you have anything else. I think that's a wrap. All right. Until next time. Y'all have a good one.